is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you overcome perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. Today, we're talking about procrastination. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. Shannon. It's time to talk procrastination. We know a little something about that, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) I may have procrastinated on a thing or two in my life. Maybe. I was just going to say my, like, my, my family of origin, my, my siblings, my mom are all like dying laughing right now if they're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Because they know you've procrastinated on more than a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you also know a lot about procrastination, so you're bringing a whole lot to the table here. <laughs> Personal well, experience I, and knowledge. Yeah. But, I, but I, um, I also feel like I've come a long way and procrastinate far, far, like, I'm, not, I'm a shadow of my former procrastinating self. <laughs> right, right. Me, that's, that describes me, too. I used to be an amazing procrastinator. When, uh, before I started my organizing business, I was a freelance writer for 10 years. So I had deadlines, always had deadlines. And boy, oh boy, I would push it to the envelope when it came uh, to getting started on an article. It was crazy. Yeah. And I would beat myself up about it. And I lived in stress, and uh, and I think it was just fear, right? I think I, I think I was afraid that, like, I wouldn't be able to reach the source that I was supposed to interview, or they wouldn't mm-hmm. talk to me, or they wouldn't give me good quotes, and or maybe I was afraid sometimes after I had the interviews, I'd be afraid that the article wasn't going to be easy to write, and I would just push it until I had to do it. And when I think about it. I lived in stress for those 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, so sad when you think about it because there was a lot that you really liked about that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some, a lot of great stuff, right. But the actual writing, and I love writing. I write now all the time. But yeah, I made it hard on myself by procrastinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's the, the key thing about what we're talking about you know what is procrastination what isn't procrastination and it's like when it really impacts you like that that it feels bad that that's what we're really talking about right when it's a problem so it's it's different from just waiting or postponing it's it's a it's a problem real procrastination is a problem and then I like you have um, turned over a new leaf uh, I would I would say and when I started my organizing business after being burnt out big surprise I was burnt out on writing (laughs) Um, (laughs) literally I never made this connection before (laughs) I wonder why (laughs) right right Um, and I was so excited to start my organizing business and I didn't have any clients right so I didn't have any deadlines but I was um, I really enjoyed the process of doing all the things I needed to do to get it going um, mm-hmm. So I didn't procrastinate at all, and that's that's still true. I would say. I mean, I um, I 
you know, sometimes my client appointments might dictate when I do stuff, but generally speaking, I'm not a big procrastinator anymore. Right. Well, and I think that it's good to point out that one of the things that has made it easier for you is the level of enjoyment. And as we talked about in the um, Brain Hat episode, that's really key for you in getting things done on a timely basis. That's right. I don't, I tend to put off doing things I don't enjoy doing or I don't think I'm going to enjoy doing. Uh, Right. And so, yeah, if I want to, if I... If I think I'm going to like it, I have no problem doing it. Well, you know Mm -hmm. what? Let's talk a little bit more about that because I think it's fascinating. So I know that enjoyment is my productivity block because I took your quiz. You have a quiz. Right. I do. uh, I have a quiz. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) And and I uh, read all the information about... uh, I found out that it, enjoyment was my productivity block, and then I downloaded your guide on how to get past that. And I, I, I remember well the thing I was procrastinating on, and after reading that, I just did it. It was great. Um, but I didn't see, you know, I didn't get the chance to find out about the other pro- productivity blocks that weren't my quiz result. So right. um, tell me more about that, or tell us all more about that. Right, so enjoyment is one of the four productivity blocks. And then the other three are confidence, distractibility, and reward. And uh, what those are is confidence is your your confidence and your ability to complete the task. Um, Distractibility is, um, is a productivity block for people who are basically easily distracted. You know, if you sort of feel yourself pulled in all different directions all the time and um, find it difficult to, to remain focused on the thing you want to finish. And then reward is whether or not you get something out of what you're doing. And it's, um, and it's a little bit different than enjoyment. Enjoyment uh, is, can be a reward, but um, a reward doesn't can be something different than enjoyment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Enjoyment is uh, to me is about how you feel while you're doing it, and reward is perhaps what you're getting out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And do people sometimes have more than one of these productivity blocks? Yeah, and you can have, I mean, any of us can have any one of these at any given time, but the idea of the quiz is to help you identify your primary one. And for you, that's enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it for you? Mine is confidence. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm much more likely to procrastinate on something that I'm not sure I know how to do Mm -hmm. or that I'm not sure I know how to do it right um, than for any other reason. But so, yeah, I mean, people can can procrastinate for any of these reasons, um, but people tend to have one reason that they procrastinate. Like, you know, we've... um, found I think a a number of examples in talking outside of this that um, that enjoyment is huge for you like if you don't enjoy what you're doing you're going to put it off Mm -hmm. whether it's 
it's knitting, which you generally enjoy, but if the particular task has become unenjoyable for some reason, <laughs> or, you know, doing a freelance writing assignment. And, you know, and I'm sure even though generally speaking, you enjoy your work now, well, not even generally speaking, like you really do enjoy your work now, but there are probably tasks that you don't particularly enjoy that are a little bit harder to get yourself to do. Absolutely, like bookkeeping. So, you know, that would be an interesting one to figure out how can you bring more enjoyment to that? And perhaps it's something that you only do when you're doing the bookkeeping. Like, you know, you only listen to, and you would never do this because this isn't the only time you would ever want to listen to Hamilton music. But But I get your point. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So, you know, if you could find out, figure out something that you enjoy and you could do that, you know, once a week when, and that's when you do it. Right. That's you know, a great I've had, idea. I've had clients um, do that with exercise. If they were like um, uh, using a cardio machine, like running on a treadmill or using a elliptical or something like that, um, there would be a show that they would only watch while they were on their cardio equipment. Interesting. Okay. And and so and then you know it's the, you can also do the same thing with like a um, with an audio book or a podcast or mm-hmm. something like that. In fact, I had a I had a um, well, this isn't even related now that I think about it. But <laughs> go ahead. A, a, listen, a listener said that um, he was rewarding himself for getting a bunch of things done by listening to our podcast, which like made me so happy. That's very nice. You're right. Not related, but nice way to just get that in there, Shannon. (laughs) That was totally not on purpose. I was thinking about it like, you know, he was using it as a reward, blah, 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 not the same. Anyway. (laughs) What about about confidence? What's the fix for that or suggestions for people with that confidence block? So one of the easiest things to do to sort of boost your confidence is to break the task down into um, really small steps, ridiculously easy steps um, that you feel confident that you can do. So even if it's, um, uh, say you have to um, make a phone call that you're procrastinating on, breaking that down into little tiny steps like you feel confident that you can get the phone number you feel confident that you can you know if you need to have a pencil and paper with you or what you know whatever those steps are you're you know feel confident that you can actually dial the number Mm -hmm. um to but to break it down into such small steps that you feel confident about each of those steps individually and you can also um feel what it feels like to be confident even if you're not confident about this particular thing and i know you've done this with me a million times but if you take a moment and to feel what confidence feels like to you like when you've been really confident and mm-hmm. you take that feeling 
into doing the task that you need to do, that that actually helps. And that, and one of the things about feeling confident is if you, if you sit up straight, if you take a deep breath, you know, if you lower your shoulders, like make sure your shoulders and your neck is relaxed, are relaxed and are breathing deeply and, you know, have a, have a confident, um, feeling in your body that can help you as you do a task that you weren't feeling confident about earlier. Cool. <laughs> That's really cool. That's great. I was just doing all that while you were saying it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wondered why the big pause. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious about distractibility because uh, I have a hard time coming up with anticipating what you're going to say is the solution for that. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. that's interesting because this feels like sort of the obvious one to me oh, is interesting. You, you remove the distractions. So well, they're everywhere. Well, but, <laughs> you know, if you need to make a phone call, you don't need the Internet to do that. Ah, uh, you know, right. because what a lot of the, the most common distractibility, you know, things that we get st- distracted by is you go online to get the phone number. And next thing you know, it's like two hours later and you're like, you know, reading stuff online or you're on Facebook or, you know, whatever. So Um, you would look up the phone number and then turn off the internet. Yep. Okay. And that also helps if you, if you have sort of those tasks in front of you and, you know, getting the phone number Mm -hmm. is a, is a task, then and you look back at your list as opposed to, oh, I need to look up the phone number and then I'll give them a call. It's much easier to um, lose your focus and get sort of lost online doing something else. So break, so have, if you're, if you're distractible or have this as an, an issue for procrastination, break those, the big thing down into little tasks, just like you said, for confidence, and mm-hmm. then go back to it, each task that keeps you sort of focused and um, anchored to the task rather than right yeah and right it's okay that makes that I like that um yeah cool and then of course I want to hear about reward but I don't want to rush you I'm not trying to rush you I just want to get <laughs> no, to the next no. one because <laughs> it's so interesting <laughs> to me yeah well and and just with distractibility the the idea is to um limit your focus because another thing that you know, besides sort of all this external stuff that distracts you, like, you know, the internet, your phone, email, other people, limiting those distractions. But the other thing that distracts people are their own to-do lists, you know, the mm-hmm. other tasks that need to get done. And so by um, having some system, like we talked about with task management, where you are identifying the task that you're working on now or perhaps the three tasks that you're focusing on mm-hmm. at you know for this work period um, that will help if you're easily distracted by other tasks um, and it's sort of funny because that could be a form of procrastination is you know like you have this big task you need to do but you choose to do these other tasks on your to-do list because they feel easier Mm -hmm. And you make it okay because, you know, you needed to do them, but they probably weren't 
as high a priority or as urgent or as important as the things that you had identified as what you really want to be doing or need right. to be doing. Which is, so that's why that short focus to-do list is so important. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know people talk about how they clean their house when they're supposed to be writing something, for example. I never did that. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I had. I wish I had an inclination well, to clean house. Yeah, I think... I think I have a really, really old blog post that's titled something like, um, you know I have a deadline when the top of my refrigerator is clean. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look for that, and if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) It's really old. (laughs) Because I think that was from when I was also doing some freelance writing. Right. That's been some time ago. Yeah, yeah, me, I never I never wanted to clean instead of write. I would do, I never want to clean, period. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I would organize, but never clean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, um, I, still, I still do that. Yeah. Which, you know. It's not yeah. helpful for whatever it is you're trying to get done, the bigger thing, but it is, it's, at least it's a, a yeah, helpful thing to know, be doing. Right, right. Um, and then the final thing is reward. Mm-hmm. And that the key to that is identifying the reward, you know, if there's an intrinsic reward. Um, and if there isn't an intrinsic reward, creating a reward for yourself. And sometimes it's reward enough to be able to cross it off your list. Hmm. Um, so I, think, I, I feel know, like I need an example of how that can be a reward or any no, reward in general of reward of I, i'm having the hardest time with reward as a as a productivity block so what would be an example of an intrinsic reward um an intrinsic reward would just be feeling um the reward of completing something oh okay yeah so i mean it just that is in it in and of itself is enough of a reward and sometimes you just need to make that more conscious for that to feel like a reward and sometimes it's not enough but it's like the, this is for things where like you don't want to do something because it's you have this sort of feeling of like what's in it for me like big old waste know. of time yeah like mm-hmm. this doesn't benefit this needs to get done but it doesn't benefit me at all like uh, for example taxes mm-hmm. um and you know the possibility that you could you know have a huge fine or go to jail isn't um enough of a detraction to make you want to do it is that the right Mm -hmm. word um Um, yeah we know what you mean yeah (laughs) but so you know thinking about what what makes paying your taxes feel rewarding to you Mm mm-hmm um, so, you know, is that, is it feel, if, if reward is your productivity block, does it feel rewarding to you to get it done on time? Does it feel rewarding to you to do it in a way that makes it easy for your accountant to finish things up if you have an accountant that does your taxes? Um, do you need to feel um, like you're making a contribution to the greater good? Um, that your tax money is going to something useful or, you know, like how, what, 
how do you bring a reward into it? And if and if none of those things feel rewarding, then you can bring a completely unrelated thing into the picture to be the reward. Like, you know, when you get your taxes done, you get to go get a massage or you get to go see a movie or, you know, you can create your own reward that um, will help you complete the task. I see. I see. Interesting. I can think of somebody I know who must be motiv- uh, must have reward as the productivity block. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And that person may live in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so that can, um, you know, knowing someone else's productivity block, someone mm-hmm. that you interact with on a regular basis, <laughs> uh-huh. can be helpful because then you know how to help them. Um, uh, define a task to to make it easier for them to complete it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and then you know what those are the those are the four blocks and and they're just so people know they're based on um, research that explains um, procrastination as a um, a formula like basically a math formula which sounds a little weird, but yes. um, it's, it's from, <laughs> the formula is from temporal motivation theory, and it's, uh, it takes basically these, these, I, these um, what I call productivity blocks, you know, they, they're in the, it's from this paper that, <laughs> here's the name of the paper. The Nature of Procrastination, a meta-analytic and theoretical review of quintessential self-regulatory failure. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely have made it more accessible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I I explain all of this in um, in the PDF that you get when you do the quiz that But the formula basically predicts the likelihood of procrastination as well as the specific element that will most influence the outcome. And that's how I created the quiz is using this formula. That's interesting. And it's available just to anybody, right? It's a free thing? To anyone. Yep, it's free. Go to shannonwilkinson.com and um, it's right there on the front page. And you can take the quiz, and you get the download, and um, it'll tell you what your what your productivity <laughs> your productivity block is at the end of the quiz, and then um, I think you have to enter your email address or something, and then and then that will get you the handout that gives you more background on what I'm talking about, plus exercises for you to try to help you work through your particular productivity block. Neat. So, so one thing I have, I have a question. What, where does fear fit into this? Because I feel like fear is a big part of procrastination in my life anyway. 
Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that that fear is is behind all of these in in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's fear that is that you're um, which causes you to not enjoy something, or fear that you can't do it, which is a reduction in confidence, or um, fear that there's all these other things that need to be done or that are pulling at you, or that you know what, or that it's um, you know you're not going to get any benefit from doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But and and while these things sort of focus your energy in one particular way, I think it's fear or sometimes it's not as big as fear. It's more sort of overwhelm mm-hmm. um, is almost always at play with procrastination. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And, and it just occurred to me, where does perfectionism fit in here? Because... Oh, that's seems what like we're we should. About? Yeah, it seems like that's what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> well, and you know, perfectionism is um, about wanting to get some, do something the right way, and I'm doing big finger quotes around the right way, mm-hmm. and um, that gets in the way, and that creates all these other problems, and and you know, sort of how you perceive the right way is going to determine which productivity block is big for you because you feel fear on the things you procrastinate about but if you bring enjoyment into it what happens to the fear it goes away exactly and Mm -hmm. so you know i confidence is my issue i feel fear about something but if i feel if i am able to bring confidence into it then the fear goes away Mm -hmm. right Right. So if we can, if we can embrace good enough, and uh, then the fear should dissipate, and right. then we're less likely to procrastinate on things. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's the what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm a small, a, I'm a small child. Yeah, it's not as exciting as it sounds. But I just wanted to. Um, read to you very quickly this text that I got from Lucinda, who is the person I made the brain hat for. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, she, I gave it to her and she loved it. And she said, her husband, insert name, is totally blown away by my brain cap. He thinks it's terrific. Thank you so much. So I was so afraid of the brain surgeon, remember? Oh, right. That, yeah, that's why I thought of it. Um, oh. And in fact, he was, he not, he not only didn't criticize it, but he apparently was blown away by it. That's awesome. That's right. So that fear was ill-founded. Right. And so, you know, with the with the brain hat, the thing that we did actually in the episode, which helped you finish it, was to bring enjoyment into it. And you thought about, you know, the, the how enjoyable it was to imagine Lucinda wearing it. Imagine mm-hmm. if you had also been able to... Um, consider how much the brain surgeon would like it like how enjoyable that would have been all right it was beyond 
even my <laughs> conceiving of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. But I tell you, just picturing her was what really did work. And then when I saw it on her, and it, we, I put a picture on the show notes uh, for that episode. It really, it was. It, it, she looked exactly like I had pictured her. It was great. Yeah. All, yeah, that was a great technique. So this stuff works, man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really. I mean, procrastination feels like this big, horrible, heavy thing, but when you sort of tease it apart and you realize it's not about willpower, it's not about, it's not even really about knowledge most of the time or ability, it's um, about creating sort of the space in your mind that allows you to move forward on a task. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a theme I heard when you are discussing the different productivity blocks and getting around them was breaking things down into small tasks and just yes. sort of diminishing the overwhelm and the scariness and everything else. That, that's something I talk to clients about a lot, too. Um, it's true of so it's true of really pretty much everything that we procrastinate right. on. I think we can figure out a way to do that. Yeah, it's it makes it easier to get started it makes it easier to build some momentum so you can keep going um you also build confidence as you you know as you complete things um you know all this stuff really dovetails which is you know like it's important to have some sort of a task management system so that you can overcome these blocks to get more done right and um to embrace good enough rather than trying to do things perfectly all the time. You know, here, which is just, here. Yeah. Hmm. Um, wow. We, we packed a lot, I think, into this, this so far, anyway. <laughs> do you, do you, uh, um, it makes me, like, anxious to get going on this thing that I'm working on when we're, when, that I was working on before the we, I stopped to talk with you and want to oh. get back to it. Thanks to, I'm not saying I have to go or anything. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> sorry, got to go. You sound like you're signing off right now. No, I'm not. I really, that's not where I, <laughs> what I meant at all. I'm just saying it's really effective in terms of, of, of um, making me want to take action, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm here as long know. as you are, Shannon. <laughs> when you, when you know you're, you know, you, when you know what it is for you, like, you know it's enjoyment so like if you figure that out that's the secret sauce that makes everything easier right and i have to remember it i just have to keep reminding myself of that yeah you need a big post-it season enjoyment enjoyment (laughs) okay (laughs) and then it'll be like what 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 does that mean yeah why did i write that <laughs> i guess then i can small print i could say shannon's quiz <laughs> or you could just say um you know how enjoyable is this can i make this more enjoyable and i know you like to ask yourself like you know um let this be easy how can i let this be easy but what if you started asking yourself because i think ease is enjoyable for you so yes. those kind of mesh together but what if you just ask yourself how could i make this more enjoyable i'm writing how that could down. i let this be enjoyable 
Mm-hmm. I like. It's going on my ball on a board. Excellent. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I I could talk about this for forever, but I think this is probably a good place to stop. Maybe so. There was one thing that you and I talked about, a little productivity hack that you uh, that you we talked about earlier that you might want to mention. Do you remember what that was? Oh, was that about um, appointments? Yes. Yeah. So one of the things that it, I come across this so often with clients, and I'm sure you do too, and I used to do this, but because of this hack, I don't do it anymore, mm-hmm. is... Um, if you have a tendency to put off making appointments, make them when you're there, make your next appointment when you're there at your current appointment. When I I get my hair cut every 12 weeks, and when I'm there, I make my appointment for 12 weeks out. Um, when I get my teeth cleaned every six months, when I'm there, I make my appointment for six months out. Um, yep. I even do it for my dog's grooming. So when I when I drop Bix off at the groomer, he's a standard poodle, so grooming is important. Mm-hmm. I make the appointment for the next one. And I wish yeah. I got my hair cut every 12 weeks. I get my hair cut <laughs> twice as often as you do. But my hair's a lot shorter than yours. Right. Yeah. When my hair was your length, I got it cut every five to six weeks, too. I don't think I ever saw you with your hair that short. Uh, yeah, you did. Oh, I don't think I remember ever having seen you with your, your hair. <laughs> when we met, my hair was that short. Really? Oh my huh. God, seriously? <laughs> yeah, we had to dig out a picture. Yeah. Surely my there's hair, a picture. My hair, okay, I'm going to do the math really quick, and we all know that might not actually <laughs> be that quick. <laughs> <laughs> based on yeah. the previous episodes. Right. Um, but, like, you knew me with short hair for at least five years. <laughs> Maybe it's a definition thing. Uh, <laughs> my ears were showing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm a little worried about my memory. I'll, I will find a picture. I'm sure I have pictures of this. I'll Maybe we'll put a picture in the show notes and people can judge for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) My hair was longer short. (laughs) Uh, It's it's like when I look up short haircuts on Pinterest or wherever, Uh if I'm trying to think about a new hairdo, I'm always struck by what is called a short haircut. It's not what I would call short. Oh, yeah, like chin length they're calling short. Right. But you're telling me your ears were uh, showing, so I guess there's really no debate here. It wasn't shaved. (laughs) (laughs) I have tears streaming down my face. That's hilarious. Okay, sorry. That that was... uh, That's so funny, Shannon. (laughs) No, boy. But we met before digital cameras and smartphones, so it's going to be harder to find photographic evidence. I think that's true. I think that's true. And I think, you know, I mean, I've had long hair for a good... I don't know, 10 years. At least. So. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. 
Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's a, it's a great productivity <laughs> hack it, yeah. to make this. Yeah. Get your haircut only once every 12 weeks. <laughs> it's, it's, so it makes everything easier. <laughs> that's not the hack. Uh, yeah. Okay. That way. Wow. That just went, took a turn, didn't it? I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, it may end up meaning that there will be like some really hilarious picture in the show notes so yeah maybe so uh, we'll see you know we can, we can all hope <laughs> right <laughs> wow huh. uh um you know it strikes me that this might be an episode where people might have some questions because we went yes. through some really some interesting information pretty quickly so um, if you do have a question about this or any other getting to good enough related thing, you could call our hotline. And yes. Then, and we'll answer the question in an upcoming episode. Yes. And that number is 413-242. Is that right? Yes. Uh, isn't it? I know I typed it, but yeah. No? G-T-G-E. I'll look it up. <laughs> what are, why are you doubting it? Does it sound wrong? Well, no, I was thinking it was 424, but that I could oh. just be having dyslexia. Or I could have. Oh, dear Lord. Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm looking it up. It is, we don't call this number ever. It is 413 424. All right, so Sorry. that's. 413-424-GTGE, which is 4843. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was totally That's my right. fault. <laughs> I, I, but you know what? It gave me the opportunity to feel really good about my brain for a minute there. Yes, rightly like so. I recognized that wasn't the right number. I did the opposite for me, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, So anyway, yes, please um, leave us a voicemail at on our hotline. We just like saying that. Um, And you can also uh, get a hold of us online uh, at our website, gettingtogoodenough.com, where you can um, there are links to all of our social media accounts there. And you can also just email us or use the contact form there. And our email is hello at gettingtogoodenough.com. And I think that wraps it up for today. I think so. I had a good time, Shannon. I hope people enjoyed listening <laughs> to it. <laughs> yes. And, and I really would love to hear people's feedback, questions, because like I said, I could talk about this stuff for hours, and I'm trying not to do that all right now. So... <laughs> Give me a reason to talk about this again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So for now, I'm Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. I'm Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting